Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the best of my dad wrote a porno. Alice, James, how are we both? Jamie, it never fails to shock me that we are able to call these episodes that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm not sure what the feedback's been. James, how, how how are they going down? Are people listening to them? Are they enjoying them? Oh, yeah. And we're getting a lot of people asking for particular themes. Oh, oh okay. that's yeah. good. So uh, stay tuned because, believe it or not, there'll be more. Uh, so we might use some of those themes in episodes to come. That's really outsourcing our job, isn't it? It's like, what should we theme them on? If you remember the clips, could you send us the time codes? Thanks. <laughs> no, no honestly, that'd be really handy if you could because save me a lot of time. I feel bad for you having to go through all the old timelines and find Honestly, having and... to listen to you two squawking on for, what, eight years of content? Not my favourite thing. I re-listened to the first series to see if there are any gems in there. Where were we recording and <laughs> what on? The Two sound cups of a piece quality. Of I know. Well, the very first episode we recorded on like a, a like Zoom. a dictaphone. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> we weren't supposed to release it. Do you remember? Because here's an interesting thing about my dad wrote a porno. This wasn't the original format, if you recall, guys. What do you mean? Well, I don't want to point fingers, James, but you were not originally going to be in it. Do you remember? I was never supposed to be on it. It was what? just going to be you two. Wang- I was going to produce it and yeah. you two were just going to wang on. And you we realised, were- <laughs> sorry, Jamie, just put in, but you realised how amusing I was and thought, we can't afford to lose that voice from the the, the pot. Quite literally, because our initial thought was like getting guests on each week, do you remember, oh to read God. it. Oh, God. Can you imagine this without James? Yes, actually. Shut up. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> Who'd upload it? <laughs> to be fair, who'd hold him to account? I'm not doing it on my own. Don't point at me, little red. <laughs> also, um, it would be slightly weird if it was you reading your dad's porn just to Alice. No, it wasn't just to Alice. We were going to have a guest on each week. Like who? Like a notable person. It was never going to work. Oh, give obviously... me a name. Episode one, series one. <laughs> <laughs> who are you going to get for that? <laughs> one of Jamie's pals. <laughs> yeah, one of the many Z-listers in my phone, probably. It would be somebody from the theatre, wouldn't it? <laughs> Someone from, like, loose women, wouldn't it? What the fuck? Um, no. And then I remember, because we were going to... Re- so that was our loose plan, even though it wouldn't have worked because we were reading a story and each guest would have been like, what happened last episode? And it, it wouldn't makes have no really worked. Sense. But we thought, well, let's just see if it will work as a even in terms of the content. So we got James to record it with us. And I remember editing it, guys, and thinking, do you know what? It pains me to say it, but Cooper's got to stay. 
I mean, I was I was involved from the beginning. It was just no, you, yeah, two, yeah. you two weren't letting me in. I think I just I think I was sat in the room helping record, and then I just piped in. And... No, you were definitely there as a stand-in guest. Um, oh, charming. But how amazing, and how. You know, it's interesting that it really kind of revealed itself to be the format that we needed to go down. The format that nobody knew we wanted, James, I think is what it's <laughs> I wonder if there's any offshoots from that first episode that we, like, some terrible gags while we were finding our feet. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if there's any, like, gold in that. Anyway, so um, that's a bit of backstory. But yeah, this month we're doing uh, the best of... And bear with us, because these definitions are getting really, really quite woolly. Oh, looser by the day. Yeah, the best of... What did you just say, Al? Coming of age. Coming of age, that's it. Kind of stories of our... Um, Maturation. Yeah. Um, it's like from like teenage to uni. To... Kind of from when we met, really. So from university and then as we were finding our feet in London and all the stories that we have when we were in our 20s, I guess. Ah, when we met. I met Alice on a bus. Met Jamie at a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. We have gone through this on the podcast, so don't worry. That won't be included in this festival. <laughs> but there'll be other things... Not one bit sentimental. <laughs> Honestly, he's rushing through this one, isn't he? Don't, don't want to chat today. <laughs> Okay, you're right. Um, how James, are you both? just bear in mind that you could go at any moment, because you, you <laughs> and his mind are standing, okay? I've always felt my position's precarious. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, no, how are you? I mean, James, uh, there is a... I love when we want to dwell on something, he always just goes back to, how are you? <laughs> um, well, I'm just kind of opening the floor to you guys, but I mean, there is an elephant in the room, and it's James's foot. My big elephant foot? Yeah, yeah. I stubbed my toe last night, and... It's definitely broken. It's very swollen. Alice has kindly provided me with two ice packs, which my toe is... It's a little toe sandwich going on down here right now. I am getting worried about James Alice because he is he is now prone to a fall. He's decrepit. He's had like three falls in the last three months. Well, this wasn't a fall, but yeah, I've had two falls this year. Two falls. <laughs> and like falls, like when you're young, you fall over. When you're old, you have a fall. So I'm, yes. in, the, I'm in the have a fall category now. <laughs> but also, I don't want to panic you but I stub my toe all the time and it doesn't just snap why are your bones so because <laughs> he's at that age it's osteoporosis so oh god so in the summer I was crossing a road quite quickly and I tripped on the curb and went to like stop myself with my hands and broke my left wrist and then it had just healed and I was at a wedding on the way to the wedding and I slipped on my new slippy shoes <laughs> And I fell on the same wrist and sprained it. Alice, have you heard who um, nursed him back to health at this wedding? Who? <laughs> Caroline Quentin. What? <laughs> who is, uh, for international listeners, uh, a national treasure, sort of thing. Jonathan <laughs> Creek. Um, Kiss Me Kate. Kiss Me Kate. Uh, Men Behaving Badly. Probably don't have that. Very, word. very 90s references. I'm sure she's done a lot of work since then. Cornwall with Caroline Quentin, if you're a fan of that. Oh, there you go. Well, you clearly are. Um, <laughs> so, wait, do you have her on speed dial? No, she was a guest at the wedding. And yeah, she kind of heard that I'd hurt my hand and she came she to me. She heard, well, it was a large wedding. The rumours were just circling. <laughs> 250 guests, Jamie. It was a big one. Well, clearly, if you made the cut and Caroline Quentin. A broad wedding or everyone to It was a broad wedding. Right, yeah. Oh, and a broad wedding? Um, yeah, and she came in like nurse. She was so nice. She like nursed Aww. me back to health. She sorted me right out. She got me a bandage. So thank you, Caroline. I'm sure she's not listening. No. Does she have first aid training or did she just... <laughs> why, why was she the go-to? Just because she's fabulous. She must have played a nurse at some point. Was she a nurse in Men Behaving Badly? Was she? No, I Oh, uh, yes. I think she was, yeah. She was a therapist in Kiss Me Kate. You know this. <laughs> did she give you any good advice? <laughs> um, no, I didn't get any therapy, but clearly uh, that training 
still works. Yeah, although you're not really moving two of your fingers, so... No, no, it's fine. Okay. Oh, look at him, so dexterous. Um, yeah, so you kind of, you were going from when we were all young and meeting to you being old and decrepit, really. I'm not old and decrepit, well, you am I? Diff- no, to be fair to you, James, you are a different generation to James. I'm not a different right? generation. Yeah. We're no, all I, men- think, I think you are, No, Because all- we're millennials and well, you're... I'm a... Boomer? You I'm a millennial. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Right. That's sorry. It's kind sorry. Of ruined the vibe, hasn't it? Just Should we go back to the original idea and just cut him out? Do millennials me. shout, "I am a millennial"? That's I don't so feel tragic. like they do. You just me. screamed, "I am a millennial" me. in your house. Yes. Millennials are born from <laughs> oh, 1980 God. onwards. Is this such a boomer? I was born in 1984. Some are millennial. Thank you. Hit a nerve, haven't we? I think so. Also, you're like an old woman. <laughs> Look, this isn't about me. My bones are intact. James, we just want to make sure that you are fit and healthy for your 40th birthday, which is incoming. Next year, thank you. Can I just check something? Um, I'm not sat on a cushion. I don't think you are, Jamie. I'm not, Are no. you sat on a cushion, James? Okay, that's it. I rest my case. <laughs> are you really? Oh, oh yeah. Geez. Only because it was on the chair. Yeah. Can I talk about the chairs in Alice's house? You can't sit on any of them. Listen to this one. James, don't. That's precarious. That's Alice's bones. You don't have to have sex in it. Just sit still in it. Why are you moving your bottom? What's wrong with you? It is actually funny to think of a time when we didn't know each other. I think we've known each other half our lives now. Oh, my God. Pretty much. Wow. I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I introduced you two. Yes. I'm the glue. (laughs) And you didn't want me on the podcast. No, it wasn't that we didn't want you on the podcast. It was just that, like, we didn't... We were, we were trying to, like, work out well, what we wanted to do, do with, with the it. show. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. I think we, you know, through the audition process, mm. we really found somebody who fits. And, like, I, <laughs> I now find it hard to think of you as a sort of find second hard. Cho- choice, you know? Like Not impossible. <laughs> just hard. I really think of you as being almost integral to it now. Almost, yeah. <laughs> As stand-ins go, you're really top tier. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, when people fill in on TV shows or radio shows and you kind of feel like, oh, wow, like that's so at home there. Yeah. And I really feel like that with you. Biggest <laughs> fucking hags in the world. James, I just want to say for the record, on mic, I'm really glad that you decided to be on be a part. Sorry. That we decided yes, to let you be on. that we decided that you were allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. We're really thrilled about it. So uh, thanks. You too. <clears throat> How do you upload an episode of this podcast? What do you mean? <laughs> How does this get on the podcast feed? Oh, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it going there now? <laughs> no, it's not a live show. I have said that before. It's not a live radio no, show, I'm despite jo- what some people think. <laughs> I'm joking. You take this audio mm-hmm. in your pocket and you put it on the RSS feed. feed. How? How? That's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, the, she would be useless. If we both died, there'd be no more best of us, which maybe something would say a good thing. Do you, you don't know. Yeah. Oh. Very quiet about how, though, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Well, you go to a, acast.com. <laughs> dot, dot com, and you log in, and there are two logins for podcaster and uh, somebody else, isn't I it? Don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I love that he's like, you go to acast. He meant literally, you go to their offices and you go, I don't know what to do, James. Is it? Go with a memory stick. <laughs> Hello, can I speak to the head of ACAS, please? Uh, no, look. Interrupts a board meeting. Hello, sorry, you don't know me. <laughs> Listen, I'm just everyone saying. is integral to the show. I knew the minute I started editing it that you had to be part of the show because you've made it what it is. It's fantastic. I'm saddened that all you could think of to justify your position here <laughs> is knowing how to upload the episode. 
which also is nothing to do with him being on the show and really a producer's job, which is what you always were. So I think it's high time we go into uh, the archives and listen to some best of content. God, the way you treat the elderly is disgraceful, <laughs> quite frankly. If we just listened to you, heard your stories, we could have learned so much. <laughs> I once lived with eight people in one flat, mm. and it was hell. I was by the front door, um, and they'd come <laughs> Hanging like, out of it most nights. Quick escape. <laughs> they'd come in at like five in the morning, bang the front door and start playing techno music, but the, the straw that broke the camel's techno back... Techno music? Because <laughs> you're just a university in Frankfurt. <laughs> Heavy vibe music, sorry. <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back was one day I came down to the fridge to get my cheese, to make a cheese sandwich. Oh, God, I know where this is going. Yeah. And took my fr- cheese out, and, and there was a massive bite mark out of my cheese. So I was marching around the house going, who bit my cheese? Who (laughs) bit my cheese? (laughs) Turns out it was this girl. But I was I was so mad because it was just it just felt so disrespectful. Yeah, you don't just bite someone's cheese. You, you do not <laughs> bite someone's cheese and not expect consequences. I mean, I feel like you bite someone's cheese, but you like take them out for dinner first. You know. <laughs> we all lived with kind of horrors when we were at university on a varying sliding scale. What but, did you have to deal with? <laughs> my parents gave us a fridge freezer because there were six of us in in the flat. It's a very and, generous gift. Yeah, isn't it? To use for like drinks and Chest stuff. Chest freezer or just a regular swing door? Regular swing door. <laughs> one of each. One for the freezer, one for the fridge. Um, and I went down to London to visit some friends one weekend. And when I came back, uh, this girl that I lived with, they'd put it in a skip. What? On her own? No, she'd enlisted the girl on wheels from down the road. Not actually on wheels. We used to just call her that because she was like a German U-boat. She'd suddenly be by your side at a party. You're like, how did you get here? I know just the one you mean. I'd forgotten about her. <laughs> yeah. So wait, as a vendetta against you, yeah. she removed your ability to chill things. I mean, that's dark. Honestly, Rocky was furious. To this day, he hates her. Was it new, the fridge freezer? It wasn't new, but it was perfectly well workable. Used. It was a well-used fridge freezer, Alan. But, but why... Why did she chuck it away? Was it like in her way? Or no, she just, just like, hated me. I Jamie know. stored it in a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Studentville. I lived with nice people. Oh, I know who you're going to say. My favourite. She was crackers. <laughs> she was absolutely bonkers. <laughs> she, she, she didn't know that carrot didn't come cubed. <laughs> didn't she used to call things funny food? Yeah, so a lot of stuff she considered funny food. And because obviously I was having sort of like mackerel pate on the daily. <laughs> she thought everything I ate was funny food. But... um. She loved potatoes in every form. So often on a plate, in her words, she'd have like potato smileys, your potato waffles, you'd have your mash, you'd have your... You know the ones where they like scoop the inside? Oh, the skins. It's just like potato skins (laughs) that you can buy and they've like like impregnated them with something. All in one meal? Oh, that was just the plate. It was just totally beige. And she smoked, I would say, between 100 and 150,000 cigarettes a day. Her room, honestly. Oh, my God. It was like an experiment. (laughs) I'm so distracted by the notepad on James's fridge which says, fuck off you stupid talking cat. Who's that to? <laughs> so when I first moved into this flat, it would get to the kind of the middle of the night and I'd just hear this cat in the garden and I'm not joking, it went, hello? <laughs> hello? Lies. Lies. I'm, I'm, not jo- I'm literally not joking. It used to come in every night and say hello. Come in? No, come into the garden oh, right. and say hello. 
Yeah, and and I told someone about it and they wrote it on my fridge. But I thought you'd written it in protest, hoping that it would see when it came in the night. <laughs> I, I assume that it's died now, though, because it stopped doing it. I haven't heard it for a while. Died of sadness because you didn't say hello back. <laughs> didn't give him a wave. Do another, one more hello. Hello. Did it say it in that Literally time? pronounced the L's. <laughs> <laughs> hello. 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 Do you really think it was a cat? No, I saw him. And then the other thing was like... <laughs> him, lift, how does he know? I'd lift up the blind to see him say hello and he'd just stop talking. And I'd be like, you crafty little bastard. <laughs> you know I could get a viral clip out of this. And you it won't be filmed. <laughs> do you remember that time you slept in a bush, James? Yes, I do. Thank you, James. On a work night. Yeah, on Park Lane, if I remember. Yeah, well, James, if you're going to sleep in a bush, sleep on Park on Lane. On London's you know Park Lane. I yeah. mean, it doesn't get better. It's a five-star really? bush. <laughs> Did you sleep w- within the bush? Well, it was an out-of-season hindranger, Alice, so. <laughs> There weren't much. There wasn't much foliage to be found, but um, it's, it's beautiful blooms had shed. One of my favourite days of the year is when it's Alice's birthday and she has her annual sherry. I get very excited about, it. and the day after when I have my annual hangover. <laughs> you are so ratty on that day. No one sees her the day after. <laughs> Do you remember your 21st when you were literally bedridden because you were so drunk? I think and it was only about 10 as it well, was, yeah, it? was it? midway through the night. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> and there was a fight breaking out at the end of your bed. <gasps> there was fisticuffs, wasn't there? Jamie was at the bedside, if I remember. I think there's a photograph where I, my eyes are rolling back in my head and Jamie's, I think there's maybe a damp flannel on my forehead. I was being a very good Florence Nightingale that night. I was good. But James... Uh, and I think that's all the stories. So shall we get into the chapter? You, no, come on. you show your drunkness straight away. Drunk do, eyes. I drunk do get eyes. drunk eyes, yeah. Your, your eyes kind of... I don't, I, it's hard to explain. Well, they go in different directions. Different directions, yeah. They? But you also fall asleep. We were in San Francisco. Oh one my time, god, I'm an archivist. And we were in, we were in this club, and James literally fell asleep while he was dancing on the dance floor. So um, is he still dancing? He was. It was a sight to see. He was still dancing, but he was asleep. And, and the bouncer was like, "He's got to get out." And I was like, "No, it's fine. He's just he's just really into the music." He's just as like, you pushed him over, flat on his face. <laughs> yeah. But we were kicked out, James. So thanks for that. Does that happen um, often? Can you sleep standing up? I cannot count how many clubs I've fallen asleep. <laughs> In my time. It's your happy place. I find it very therapeutic. The dum, dum, dum obviously just <laughs> sends me right off. It is IT people who always get a bad rep, but there's a floor in my office which isn't IT, right? But it's just full of unusual <laughs> circus types. Oh God. God. Do you what? spot them as they get off the lift? What do you mean? Well, like. I call them the tours because they always get off at floor two. Are you really going to say what floor they're on? <laughs> they've all got like one tooth or they look like they've cut their own hair. What are you talking about? Where do you work? This isn't a thing. All Honestly, of them on the same floor? The What's tours, on floor two? They're so unusual. I don't know. I actually don't know what they've got going on down there. Investigates it immediately. What are they releasing onto floor two that means everyone's teeth fall out? And the funny thing is my past doesn't work for floor two so I can't investigate. Is that true? Mm. Okay, that's suspicious. So wait, what, what sexy floor are you on? Seven. Oh, I've got rooftop views nearly. Oh. Nearly. Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> rooftop views nearly. So, so don't have there's actually another three floors above me. Okay. So what have you got? Just all the gubbins you can see, can you? All the pipes and stuff. Brit- I can see the British Museum. Right, I'm really pinpointing off. my office here, yeah, aren't this I? This is great. Oh, I cannot wait for you to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Shout out to the tours. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie used to have a coat that we called the brown. I don't know if it started brown, but it was certainly brown by the end. No, it was a brown coat. 
It was it was rags. It was nice. It was rags. It was once nice. You used to sleep in it like it was a, a sleeping bag. <laughs> Fuck, what is this? Like, attack Jamie, were you? You once slept in a bush in it, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I, you slept in that bush in it. I didn't sleep in a bush with it because I actually lost my shirt on that night out. <laughs> so I slept in the bush. Topless. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you lose your shirt on a night out? Honestly, that was one of the worst nights of my life. Anyway, it was this coat he'd had for a hundred years. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been passed down through the generations. It Honestly, was an old coat. It yeah. was an old coat. There were holes. In it. I was like, get a new coat. I've got a particularly good picture of you in it because it was. Was it in my mind? It's made up of the pelt of different animals, but was it yeah. not? It's, it's mainly like old horse. I think. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> There's a bit that's otter though, because there's a bit that's longer head. Yeah, a bit of otter, a little bit of bear. Oh my. Okay, fine. I'm not known for my fashion. I'll give you that. If you've ever seen the um, the BBC adapt, this is niche, but the BBC adaptation Don't of, you dare say. of Narnia. Oh my God. It looked like Mr. Jamie. Beaver. Jamie was one of the beavers. I, I, um, now <laughs> I'll just show you, James, um, because this really will bring it to life for you. So this is essentially what it was, wasn't it? Oh my god, it was! Didn't have a hood, but like in the body, that's <laughs> it definitely... was ever so warm, guys. Whatever happened to it? I binned it because you met, you literally gave me. So, I got a real complex about it, actually. Good. You made me feel awful, so I did bin it. There yeah, that's the brown. <laughs> I feel a bit sore actually because I went to a um, oh I went to a dance class last night. Oh, what? excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what it's called. It's called Learn to Twerk. With the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to twerk, but you have no ass, famously. Okay, well, this is my issue. I mean, she has an ass. She just, you know... <laughs> sorry. I have a, an ass that won't quit. It's just been made redundant. You went to a Learn to Twerk I class. didn't know that's what it was called. My friend just said, do you want to go to a dance class? So I now arrived... Now that's false advertising. Well, amen. I arrived... And everybody's wearing great outfits, but pretty skimpy. Mm. I'm dressed like I'm in Bend It Like Beckham. I had some football shorts on <laughs> and a baggy t-shirt, basically PE kit. The first alarm bell that rang was that the lady said, all right, everyone, you're sexy bitches. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, that really got my heart going. I was like, oh no. Then they create a circle, the circle of trust. No. I'm afraid so. And in the circle of trust, you have to freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing. Yes. What? Yes. The first thing. What did you do? The robot? Big fish, little fish? What? I essentially did the Charleston and other people <laughs> are putting their hands on the floor and like throwing their ass in the air. Oh my God. Oh my God. I wish I'd Can we this. go with you next time? Okay, wait. It gets worse. <laughs> so then we do the warm up. Great. Got it covered. I didn't know it was the warm up. And then she's like, right now we'll learn the routine. Jeez. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like I like to dance just in the comfort of my own home. So I was like, I'll just shuffle to the back. I'll watch. Is that a dance move? Shuffle to the back. (laughs) Shuffle to the back. (laughs) I twerked to the back. Um, I got myself to the back and I was like, it's fine because this way I can watch what everybody else does and I don't need to remember it. So I got to the back and then she was like, okay, so the first move is a turn. So basically the back was the front. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. So now I'm in front of the mirror. So then... And you can see everyone behind you. I can see everything and they can all see me. And then she said, I want you to feel your (gasps) ass cheek and then feel underneath it. And she's like, that's what's got a shake. I cannot tell you how much of me shook. Everything but my ass shook. Because you know, no, there's nothing there's to move. Not like, what's going to shake? There's nothing underneath it, because there's nothing on top. 
it's concave. That's amazing. I wish I'd been there. Can you, I mean, I know it's audio, but could you maybe give us a little, uh, okay. a, give us a move? I can, but I'd like you to imagine what the song is that I'm doing it to as I do it. Wait, what is the song? My neck, my back, <laughs> my pussy, and also my crack. That's so Belinda of you. She said, she was like, guys, it's a long count. Enjoy the pussy bit. <laughs> <laughs> Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Alice, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? I think I'm supposed to answer seeing you guys. Actually, that's not (laughs) far from the truth. I would just see people more because I feel like particularly we live in a busy city friends live scattered all over the place I do sometimes think in busy work times I miss people and I feel like I don't see enough of people and it always is such a kind of glass topper upper when I get to see somebody yeah totally it can be really hard to find the time especially like with work and everything else going on but sometimes the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to figure out what's important to you and make it a priority. Yeah, but that can be easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, but therapy can help you identify that and find ways to incorporate it more into your daily routine. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash my dad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my dad. Every time we record at my flat, I've got this really buzzy fridge right behind you, Jamie. Yes. Buzzy, like everyone's talking about it. Oh my God. Every, <laughs> like it is the talk of the town. Coolest fridge on the street. It's the fridge of 2018. Mm. So I have to turn it off because it's loud. So we recorded last week. Can I just say, we're that professional. <laughs> we switch off appliances. Oh we close doors. We close windows. <laughs> we really think about this podcast. We would shut your street if we could. We'd close it down, <laughs> wouldn't we? Um, and I forgot to turn it back on, didn't I? So oh. all my meat, all my veg, everything in the fridge went rotten and I've had to chuck it away. So you've had a very, very lean week. I haven't eaten. I've had to find scraps in the cupboard, eat some mixed herbs. James, two things. <laughs> you never have any food I was going to say, what could possibly have gone off? I know, but I, I did actually have meat in the freezer that I was keeping for a rainy oh, the day. the freezer. <laughs> for when the Pope came, Usually I don't know. Usually in your fridge, you've got an egg, a knob of cheese, if that's the right measure. <laughs> Do you want to have a look now? See what's in there. Right. Have a rummage, Alice. Okay, can you hear me from here? Um, hang on, I'm going to bring a mic to you. Because again, we're that technical. Okay, there's a small packet of barbecue sauce, the kind that you'd get from a drive-in. 
there's uh, three sprouting bulbs of garlic that look like they've been here <laughs> since the turn of the century. Why have I done this? Why am I letting go in my fridge? And um, some milk that has now become cheese. Oh, lovely. <laughs> what, um, what could you make out of that? Well, it does seem like a cooking show challenge, doesn't it? I didn't mention the lager, which would make a lovely reduction on top of all of that. <laughs> Do you not remember the time we came round and I made some food of my own? Mm. I brought all the ingredients and I said to James, oh, do you have any salt? And he said, no, I haven't been shopping this week. <laughs> like you buy salt every week. <laughs> he also made you eat it off the floor, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, on a plate, but off the floor. Yeah, 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 interesting. There's Pringles in that cupboard. James, Barocca, the vitamin C supplement, is not food. I've got flaxseed. I don't really know what it is, but I've got it. That's such a sad cupboard. Close it. <laughs> if a cupboard has ever screamed spinster more, honestly, it's, it brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> I'm never here. I'm always out enjoying life. Seizing <laughs> the opportunity. <laughs> All the dames. <laughs> if you want to just live your life copying dames, you go right ahead, Jamie. Morton. He has spent his life just copying dames. What's Joan Plowright done recently? <laughs> She's in mourning. Um, Despicable. Do you think when he was a child, that's who he had on his wall? Yeah. <laughs> Maggie Smith, Judy Dent. Maggie Smith in a skimpy bikini rolling in the sand. Maggie Smith was quite hot back in the day, actually. No, I'm sure, but she's not really known as a pin-up in that sense. No, but Helen Mirren still is. Dame right? Helen Dame, Mirren. exactly. Dame <laughs> Helen Mirren. You had a calendar of dames, didn't you? <laughs> no. Um, you know, like when you see in garages in the 90s, those kind of very raunchy <laughs> calendars where oiled up girls in, you know, not very much... Um, you had the equivalent, didn't you? But it was in sort of Edwardian garb. Lots yeah. of dames in period so, dramas. Ruffles, <laughs> net ruffles. Edith Evans. Maggie Smith in The Little Princess. <laughs> trying to think of us as a dame you might like. Arlene Phillips is about to become a dame. You'll be pleased about that. Dame <laughs> Kelly Holmes. Is she a dame? Oh, so really broadening it out. It's not just actors now. No, yeah. Are there any more like of those like old thespy dames? Oh, yeah. Like Dame um, Kristen Scott Thomas. Kristen oh, Scott Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Dame... I mean, he can name them all. He's pretending he can't think of them. I think, well, well, who's, who's July? Basically, <laughs> any like older actress is probably a dame if they're British, right? Emma Thompson, obviously. Oh, Dame Emma. Yeah, exactly. Dame Emma. December. Um... <laughs> Jamie, I've Googled some dames here. Let's okay. see how he responds. Fit or not? Well, you tell me. Dame Diana Rigg. Dead. <laughs> Not the game. <laughs> not the game. Well, yeah. No, uh, these are people I think Jamie had posters of on his. Okay, game. can I just say I didn't have posters of dames of the realm. Calendar, then. Sorry. No, but Dame Diana Rigg was hot back in the day. In Dame Diana Rigg, Dame Judi Dench, Dame Maggie Smith, Dame Helen Mirren, Dame Barbara Windsor. Oh, there you go. Dame she was a bit El- saucy, wasn't she back in the day? <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, wonderful. Fit. No doubt, Angela Lansbury. I bet you <laughs> loved a bit of Lansbury. I bet a 10-year-old Jamie lying on his bed, looking up, probably on his ceiling, a poster of Lansbo. Uh, Joan Collins, obviously. Is she a dame? God, they're just giving them out. That's so rude. Dame Olivia de Havilland. Don't know who that is. I guess she owned the planes. She was very, very... She was in, like, Gone with the Wind and stuff. She was 104 when she died, bloody hell. 104, better Jamie. Penelope Keith. (laughs) Penelope (laughs) Keith! Right, we need to stop this list. Olivia Newton-John. I could go June Winfield. (gasps) This... List. Patricia Rutledge, who was in Keeping Up Appearances, which I love. Well, guys, this has been fun, but we all know that I had that Britney Spears poster on my wall, so... Dame Britney. <laughs> Dame Britney <laughs> Any day now. You two would totally lobby for that. What are you talking about? Um, to jump from those women to Britney. <laughs> to so, Britney. This is a gear change, isn't it? Life-size it was as well. Did you press yourself up against the door? Because she was, like, it was at sort of the right height. It was quite life-size, it was. Okay, anyway. Um... 
So they continued where they left off. It's no shame in it. Just like we are going to continue where we left off. <laughs> there's no shame in a dame. And <laughs> <laughs> That's his motto. <laughs> Joke of a joke we've ever done. <laughs> I only sleep with women with titles, is that what you're saying? <laughs> a bit like Belinda. Have you been barred from pubs, James? I have been barred from... Well... It's easier to list what he's allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> I have been barred by, from one pub. Um, and this was, a, oh God, about ten years ago. It actually made national news. I knew, I knew it was going to be something else. <laughs> That we haven't mentioned before. <laughs> Why have we never talked about this? I was in the pub. It was a pub in Soho in London. And next to our table, there was a gay couple on a date. Not me, for once. I didn't know them. Um, and they started making out. Kiss. It wasn't even like a makeout, really. They just, they just kissed each other. And they got thrown out of the pub. <gasps> and then I... I remember this. Yes. I remember this. It was like front page of the Guardian stuff. It was the... Yes, exactly. Right. And I've never been, well, I was barred famously, but I would never go back anyway. I wouldn't go um, back because I saw it in the news. Yeah, so that so that I then started protesting in the pub to be like, you can't throw someone out for that. He's an ally. I am. Who knew? And then <laughs> I don't know, like the, you would joke. have known. Um and then me and my friend Lucy, we got barred as well. We got thrown out and then barred without like, you can never come back. And then, yeah, it was in the press and all sorts. Oh, my God, of course, his barring has to make the national media. <laughs> Fucking front page. Ridiculous. I, I was there a picture of you as well, or like a quote from you? I think there was a quote from me somewhere, and Lucy as well, but I, I always wonder what happened to that couple, because they were really nice, but I, I mean, it was a first date, so they're probably not still together. But Jamie, on behalf of the, uh, the gay community, thank you for your tireless efforts <laughs> to make safer spaces in London. Look, it was outrageous, and justice had to be served. And I think it was actually. I think there was a change of management at that pub. So, so can we go back? Yet? I think you can. I still can't. But uh, go nuts. Do you think your face is behind the bar? Or no? <laughs> How do they ever remember? This is what I don't I know, understand I about barring that. people. Because he was on the cover of the Guardian. <laughs> no, he I made wasn't. sure his face was. I on I wasn't there. on the cover of the Guardian. It was, but the, but the the couple had a photo shoot on uh, the on oh, the front page. Yeah. Jamie provided headshots. But they never <laughs> made the spread. <laughs> I went to Brazil uh, for New Year once. She's oh. going to have a great time. You just watched loads of DVDs. Yeah, didn't it rain non-stop? <laughs> yeah. it, it did. We were flooded on an island for eight days and the power went off. And didn't you get diarrhoea? Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. It's really romantic. It sounds like the worst holiday ever, actually. Now I remember you retelling it. <laughs> no, but on New Year's Eve, Copacabana Beach, fireworks in the sea... Oh, wow, that's cool. It was fabulous. Two million people. I actually found a used needle on Ipanema Beach. That's kind of my... um, That was the drug section. Yeah. What a a dark turn. Yeah, it was weird. (laughs) Didn't you get chased by a dog in the sea in Brazil? I did, yeah. Brazil sounds awful. That was a demon dog. It honestly had it in for me. I had to be saved by a a local schoolboy who jumped in the sea and wrestled the dog to the bottom. It was honestly horrible. Of the seabed? Yeah. Honestly, apparently the dog was just playing and wanted to like have fun with me, but I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like trying to... I There's was a just, great was, picture of him like trying to kick it? it away. No. <laughs> <laughs> like it followed me in the sea and it was like swimming towards me and I was like, oh, and it was huge, this dog. And I was like really scared. And so I was like swimming backwards and like splashing it. 
<laughs> I could like feel it's like it's claws like starting to scratch my body probably just being <gasps> nice and I was like screaming and like trying to go back it was horrible then this little this lo- lo- local boy ran in the sea and like grabbed it and like <laughs> kind of wrestled it un- under the water and I was out of there I went straight to like how have I land. never heard about this so this was a near death experience yeah wait were you in the dog section because as James said if you will stray out of your zone I'm clearly I didn't know about the rules sorry and for those who've listened to the show endlessly on a loop here's a little bit that you will have never heard before because it was never in the show this is an unheard bit I actually ran my university, my first year university flat as a video shop. So my, my dream kind of came true because um, people would come and borrow my, I actually lost a lot of DVDs. I became the person that everyone borrowed DVDs from. You borrowed DVDs from me, Alice. I became known on the campus, campus as the DVD guy. Can I just say, I knew you and I didn't know that. So you weren't known as. Yeah, but you weren't, okay, you weren't on our campus, our like accommodation. Oh, so you were in the same halls. Yes. yes. And I was in different halls. Yeah. Okay, right, fine. So yeah, like people would come around, they'd browse the shelves. How many did you have? Hundreds. I mean, literally hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah, yeah. You brought hundreds of DVDs to university. Were you not planning on having sex? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a film for every night I'll be studying here. I can tell you, even without hundreds of DVDs, doesn't mean you haven't sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably because of the hundreds of DVDs I wasn't having sex. Is that Ali McBeal? Goodbye. Because he got so burnt at uni, even though I would argue that he was buying people's affection by giving them DVDs. Yeah. After that, you became very protective of your DVD collection and would, would not actually loan them out. Well, they'd start going missing, wouldn't they? You know, it was a crime spree. <laughs> Did you, like, sign them out? No, that, that was, was my mistake. Stupid. Did you charge or... No. No, no, no. Well, it was my way of making friends to start with, or girlfriends in Alice's case. <laughs> well, hang on. What, you lent people DVDs to watch without you? Yes. Yeah. And that was a way to make friends. I hadn't actually thought of that. Yeah, what? they would take them to go and watch elsewhere. With their friends. <laughs> and I had a lovely big television in my room that they could have stayed and... Yeah, but you don't... It's not oh, like, I didn't think of but that. But it's like buying a TV from Dixon's. You don't stay in Dixon's to watch a massive TV, do you? <laughs> yeah, you don't sit in HMV <laughs> and watch. But then you've got an interaction with them... When the transaction occurred. And, and then, then they left. But then if they returned and never, it... And never came back. And like, none of them are friends now. James, they weren't friends then. <laughs> I was used. You were. God, this has turned into a really tragic tale, actually. <laughs> I was used. Oh my God. But your dream came true, which was to run a video shop, so... <laughs> Lucky me! James, it's called show business, not show friends, you know? You've got you to gotta prioritise your enterprise. Did you... Um, Drive the night bus to get friends as well. Like how many of your things? Drive the you night bus to get friends. I drove the night bus to save women. Well, this is the thing. Altruism is one thing, but I feel like it's maybe a slightly ulterior motive as well as being a good person. To clarify for those that don't remember, because we may have talked about it before, James drove a minibus at night. Yes. Hence the name. On the hour, every hour. On the hour, every hour. He was like clockwork. And it was exclusively for vulnerable women. Alice, I've made a fucking fortune. I know. I remember at the time thinking... It was like £14 an hour. Bloody hell. And, and this was in... Every hour on the hour. So how many hours did you work a day? So it'd be like 6pm till 6am. And I'd do it at least... I'd do it like three times a week. I can't get over what a money bags James was. And this was the so era rich. when we most often accused him of being tight. Well, he was tight. <laughs> I wasn't tight. But that's how we knew it was tight, because we knew then. how much you were earning. You're not now, but you were then. Did you two have jobs when you were at uni? Um, no, but I cleaned the local nursery school all the way through school. Wait, you cleaned the nursery school through school? <sighs> While I was at school. And that's how I funded university. Did you have a tabard? 
Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe. Did you wear a hairnet? I didn't wear a hairnet. You had a tabard. It was an honest day's work. What I don't understand, right, is because you're absolutely right, it's an honest day's work. But Jamie doing that. Little Lord Fauntleroy cleaning a school. It's the tabard I can't get over. Can we, <laughs> Alice, Jamie in a tabard. With Velcro thighs. Yeah. Did you have a job at university? I did, but only in the holes because I was obviously ah. so, so dedicated to the work. Oh, shut up. What, um, what was it? As a waitress. Oh, okay. Oh my <laughs> God! Could you imagine what a passag waitress would be? Imagine the sass. <laughs> I could get a menu in a minute. <laughs> or they're over there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't remember doing great with tips, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my God. God. Was this in Leeds or in Nottingham? Uh, this was in Nottingham. And back home. Oh, right. Can you imagine being able to say you were once served by Alice Levine? <laughs> and James, you'd never forget it. You'd never forget it? It'd be seared on your memory. I had an absolute dragon of a boss. Oh. And I once burnt my hands on... <laughs> Her breath. <laughs> <laughs> on a plate. And I was taking it from the hatch, you know, mm. to the table. Yeah. And... It was red hot and they weren't usually red hot. Yeah. And I really hurt my hand. And she said, you stupid girl. And she sat me on a stool in the kitchen, rubbed oil on it and wrapped it in a tea towel. Oil? Yeah, like to make said, it even more. She said, that'll cool it down. This will make it sizzle. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll serve these. So now I think, was she trying to scar my beautiful hands? Why did she do that? Oh yeah, that is horrible. That's did mean. it hurt when she... Well, it just never cooled down because famously oil ain't going to do that. <laughs> it's literally cooking your hands. I don't know if she was trying to... It's so weird. It's really weird. Was it, like, was it extra virgin olive oil? Yeah, I think it was the good stuff. Oh, okay. lovely. Okay. What was the worst thing that happened apart from getting burnt, which is how every customer felt with you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can we... Right, Jamie and I are the diners. Okay. <laughs> God. We, we're just seated. And you approach the table. Okay. Oh my God, watch it. Some water for you. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, some sparkling would be great. Thanks. <laughs> She's already giving you a look. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, so you just come to the table and slam down some water? Yeah. A hello? What? Welcome to wherever we are. <laughs> to be fair, she was actually being quite polite then. I, I, I kind of spoke over Jimmy, her. she went like this. Water for you. <laughs> without you even asking which I think is a great way to greet somebody I actually wanted sparkling well then you can order that sir (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is the interaction well then you can order that sir right let's start again let's start again so you don't even say hello you just slam the water I did say hello I said hi how are you I didn't hear that I was talking over it oh okay let's start again sorry okay Afternoon, hello, how are uh-huh. you doing? Yeah, good, thank yeah, you. good, thanks, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Can I get you anything to start? I already feel like she's being sassy. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> she like scratched her eyebrows, she's like, yeah, good, thanks, but you give a shit. Anyway. Um, I'll get you some menus. Um, any drinks to start? Uh, yeah. Um, what, what's the house wine? Red? Uh, we have a Montepulciano. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she pull that from? Um, I'll, I'll have a Montepulciano. <laughs> And just some sparkling water for the table, please. Thank you. Absolutely, no problem. I think that's very, very nice. Yeah, okay. I stand by it, Alice. I really can't see you in hospitality. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna say. 
Okay, fine. I think I could step back into that job tomorrow. <laughs> I think you've made the right choice in your career. Although, lovely spread you've put on for us today, so that's nice. Like, you just told me the coffee was undrinkable, but yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment. Again, what a great look back at some of our favourite bits. Yeah, you know, as I get older... By the second. ...and time takes its toll, it'll be nice to use this as a, a kind of time capsule... Mm. I'm doing this as much for me as for anyone else. It's so he remembers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, I, that's why I take pictures every day now. So I can literally, because I literally can't remember what I was doing yesterday. You take sometimes. pictures every day? Well, like, of what? yeah, so I can look in my camera and be like, oh, I did that yesterday. Okay. Right. Oh my God, okay. that's so, so anyway, we've got to go. Uh, but thanks so much for listening again. Come back next month. Also, he's never taken a photograph of us doing this. So I this know, is obviously yeah, not the James. event of his day. Doesn't want to remember it. This is being recorded, darling. <laughs> I'm so confused about how you live your life, but sure. <laughs> there isn't time. Uh, yes, in the meantime, do get in touch if you have any uh, best bits that you want to hear. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at my dad wrote Twitter, I'm not even going to use the other word, Twitter at Dad wrote a porno mm-hmm. and email us mydadwriteporno at gmail.com. And people are sharing it. It's like the good old days. Mm. Nice seeing it on people's feeds, isn't it? Yeah. And like people are leaving nice little reviews and things like oh, that. Oh, stop being so cute. Liking and subscribing. Is oh, that is that still on? Start? Yeah. People oh, still for God's sake. So you can do all that. We'd love to hear from you. Sort of feels like saying set the VCR, doesn't it? It feels like <laughs> such a retro thing to say, like and subscribe. Yeah, it does. Um, Did we it. invent that? <laughs> <laughs> people do say like, Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our visibility. I'm not sure if it's true, but people say that, so do that as well. Thanks. I mean, it's a bit late for that, isn't it? <laughs> it's a yeah, bit now. late for all of this, to be honest. Um, okay, we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.